Here's my heart, oh take and seal it. Seal it for the courts above. What a beautiful way in which to begin our ASI convention this evening. To give ourselves to the Lord in a very peculiar and specific way. What a privilege it is to be here with you tonight to support this magnificent organization that has sharing Christ in the marketplace as your greatest theme. But the theme for this ASI here in Louisville, Kentucky is written in some letters that may be a little bit difficult for you to see, but it is business unusual for God's unusual business. You'll see a little clock up there that shows that it's almost 12 o'clock. It is almost the time for the Lord's appearing. It is a time in which all of us must be actively involved as a group. The denominational, paid individuals, lay people, working together in a powerful way for business unusual. Unusual business. This is the time in which we live. An opportunity for us to be involved in God's last day proclamation. The three angels' messages flowing across the skies from one continent to another, bringing about the last proclamation. Tonight, we're going to spend a few minutes in a kind of an informal study of God's word and the spirit of prophecy to understand what it really means to be business unusual for ASI. ASI was established about 1947, a marvelous organization that started out as the Association of Self-Supporting Institutions a wonderful way in which God saw that lay people working in order to support themselves would be able to help the church in a powerful manner in its outreach. As ASI developed further and further, more and more people became part of this amazing outreach. And it is now developed into Adventist layman's services and industries. I want to thank all of you here tonight and all those who will be coming. On behalf of the World Church, I want to give a ringing endorsement and a huge vote of thanks for what you are doing as members of ASI. Thank you for being part of God's last day proclamation. Never fear and never feel that somehow you are being marginalized, somehow you are not a part of God's last day proclamation. Business unusual. The time and the clock is ticking. My own personal family has deep roots 
in ASI. My grandfather and grandmother on the Wilson side began essentially their ministry at Madison College. They, along with brothers of my grandfather, my great uncles, and their families, have deep roots in that beautiful experience of Madison College. From that experience, my own personal family has grown to love this organization because it is full of people that have absolutely one goal, and that is to allow Jesus to use them to proclaim the soon coming of Jesus Christ. And that's what Business Unusual is all about. Tonight, as we focus upon what you can do and what Scripture tells us, this amazing and unbelievable setting in which we are in now will only give us greater opportunity to allow the Holy Spirit to use us. I want you to understand fully, you are part of God's great proclamation. Business unusual. The theme itself gives you an understanding that there is something that is peculiar. There's something unique. There's something exciting about what's going to be happening. Now, I don't know if you've been able to look at the most recent Inside ASI. As I was looking through this the other day, I looked at the editor's note written by the editor, Christy Jensen, and Christie brought out some absolutely amazing things about business unusual. I'm not going to read the entire short editorial, but let me pick out just a few points. The end is near, yet what are we doing to prepare? Unusual times call for unusual business. That's why you're here tonight. That's why you're a part of ASI. That's why I'm here tonight. She goes on to say, a few more lines down, while dwelling on our mortality is counterproductive, focusing on our mission is imperative. Are our lives reflecting the time in which we live? Don't forget that clock up there, minutes before midnight. Are we living lives of unusual dedication, unusual love, and unusual business? A little further on, she points out, as we consider our mission in this unusual time in Earth's history, take time to pray, to meditate on Scripture, and to witness Listen to the voice of the Lord. Live a godly Christian life. And then she concludes with this. We are living in the end times. How are you living an unusual life? The objectives of ASI are amazing. For it is really a practical approach that ASI engenders in its work. Christ in the marketplace, 
Represented here tonight are many different kinds of businesses, many different kinds of services, self-supporting institutions, special mission outreach activities. You are vital to the mission of the church. And the objectives that ASI has is to make this outreach practical as we come up to the end of time. What are the ASI purposes? Well, I went onto the website. You know, you can find almost anything online. You can't believe everything online, but you can find a lot of things online. In fact, I don't even worry about a concordance anymore. I don't worry about trying to find specific information in some encyclopedia. I just Google it. And then, of course, I have to decide whether I want to accept that particular result. But the ASI website tells us ASI is a membership-based organization of Seventh-day Adventist lay people who are enthusiastic. Now, I like that word. If you came here tonight to ASI tired after a long trip, troubled about some experience, challenged about perhaps some business opportunity, maybe a little distracted, I want you to become enthusiastic tonight because that's what it says you are. Lay people who are enthusiastic about actively participating in the church's worldwide mission. That's what ASI is all about to spread the gospel of Christ to the world. This unique and diverse group of members, and that's all of you, ranges from business owners to individual professionals to supporting ministries. Enthusiastically spreading God's word and his mission. You see, business unusual requires you to become part of God's great last day proclamation. Total member involvement. Everyone doing something for Jesus as we anticipate the time reaching 12 o'clock. Recently, I was looking at a magazine, was actually directed to this particular article. It is in the latest version of Adventist Journey, which is the North American Division edition of Adventist World. It has Adventist World included in it. There was an article, a commentary, by a gentleman named Adam Fenner. Adam Fenner is the director of the Adventist Learning Community, sponsored by the North American Division. In this particular article, and you may have seen it, the title of it is, Is Adventism Relevant Anymore? And Adam goes on to explain, and Adam is a very single-minded, focused person. He's a bright individual. He has friends like you do in the church. 
And he went on to explain that two of his best friends left the church during the past year. Both went through Adventist education from kindergarten through graduate school. And then he goes on to say that they're financially successful, respected, well-liked by their peers, etc. He says that they were active in their local churches. They never let meat touch their lips, never consumed alcohol, and generally were shining examples of traditional Adventism. But recently, quite independently, now these are two of his best friends, they stopped going to church and informed their communities they no longer considered themselves Seventh-day Adventists. Then he goes on to say, my friends told me the church is no longer relevant to my life. For them, Adventism became spiritually and mentally draining rather than sustaining. And then I close with what he continued to say. For the most part, they continue to believe the 28 fundamental beliefs in some capacity, but have been so dismayed by the church's execution of the gospel commission that they simply have lost faith in the church. Now, I don't know who these individuals are and what their background has been. I don't know what drove them to give up something which had been such a part of their lives. But I want to tell you, my dear friends at ASI, one of the greatest solutions for those two individuals, not knowing who they are, but I would venture to say their would be a much greater enthusiasm on their part if those people had joined ASI. ASI gives you an enthusiastic view of world mission. ASI gives you that understanding that it is business unusual. It is unusual business that God wants us to be about. I want you to pray along with me for those two young professionals, that God somehow will bring them back into an understanding of what service is all about. When it comes down to understanding God's great plan for each of us, business unusual means being part of God's proclamation and service to others, and that is what ASI is all about. Get involved with God's work, for the time is ticking close to midnight. In Scripture, we understand and read something fascinating in the first book of Peter. And for a few moments, I want to focus on 1 Peter chapter 4. If you have your Bibles with you, if you have uh, your Bible on your iPhone, whatever it is, go to 1 Peter chapter 4 and beginning <clears throat> with verse 7. In this particular chapter, there are unusual guidelines and principles for all of us as we are facing the very end of time. Let me tell you, my wife and I, Nancy, travel all over the world. 
we visit so many places. We understand and see what is happening in the world just as you do. I want to tell you, we are living in the very last tips of the toes of the statue of Daniel chapter 2. The next great event that will take place is the coming of that rock not cut out with man's hands, representing the second coming of Jesus Christ. We are living in unusual times, business unusual. The clock is ticking. 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 7. But the end of all things is at hand. I believe we are there. Therefore, be serious and watchful in your prayers. If ever there was a time to be a joyous, happy Christian, but to focus on things in a serious manner, it is right now. Seventh-day Adventists should not be moping, should not be so frustrated with all of their experiences that they become, as Elder Ralph Thompson used to say, Sadventists. Elder Ralph Thompson, former secretary of the General Conference, a wonderful mentor of mine, used to say, we should not be, as Adventists, Sadventists, we should be Gladventists. I want to tell you, as we look to the future and realize that there are amazing things that God wants to do with us, we should be glad but serious at the same time. And above all things, have fervent love for one another, for love will cover a multitude of sins. Now, I just want to stop for a moment. I don't care where you go, in what country, and certainly within our own environment in this country, there is such a lack of love for others that it is driving people into opposite corners and God is calling for us as Seventh-day Adventists to bring true love into desperate situations. There is nothing more powerful than a loving and lovable Christian. Now as scripture goes on, it says, be hospitable to one another without grumbling. Be open to helping others. Your influence will make such a difference in business unusual. As each one has received a gift, minister to one another as good stewards of the manifold grace of God. Let me tell you, Seventh-day Adventists ought to be the greatest proponents of the grace of Jesus Christ anywhere on this earth. We are only saved by the grace of Jesus Christ, by the righteousness of Christ. Now, I will have to tell you, and I'm going to be preaching on this at annual council, the righteousness of Jesus Christ involves marvelous aspects of justification, and the righteousness of Christ is also involved in sanctification. It is his complete and wonderful plan, all through his righteousness. But the grace that has been provided to us is to be the core of why we are propelled in business unusual. 
If anyone speaks, let him speak as the oracles of God. If anyone ministers, let him do it as with the ability which God supplies, that in all things God may be glorified through Jesus Christ, to whom belong the glory and the dominion forever and ever. I want to tell you in Business Unusual, as ASI continues its powerful message to the world, as it participates in the church outreach, in revival and reformation, in mission to the cities, in comprehensive health ministry or medical missionary work, in total member involvement, all of that is to point people not to self but to Jesus Christ. One of the greatest challenges the Seventh-day Adventist Church faces is not some nuclear holocaust, not some persecution that may come, not some dis disastrous situation. The greatest challenge we face is self. God is calling for us to give God the glory, to have selflessness and selfless service. That is what business unusual is all about. Peter goes on saying, don't think it strange concerning the fiery trial which is to try you as though some strange thing happened to you when you become a wonderful follower of Jesus Christ expect people are going to be against you it's just part of the part of the criteria it goes on to say but rejoice to the extent that you partake of Christ's sufferings, that when his glory is revealed, you may also be glad with exceeding joy. Some of you have experienced great suffering. There are those perhaps in the audience tonight who have been in unfortunate situations where you have been persecuted and you have left that situation. There are people here who have suffered physically with many difficulties. You have suffered spiritually with people against you. But let me tell you, none of us have ever suffered as Jesus suffered. So be glad to suffer in the name of the Lord. Now here's an interesting verse as we come to the end of this particular chapter. If you are reproached for the name of Christ, Blessed are you for the spirit of glory and of God rests upon you. If I were to ask you to raise your hands tonight as to how many have been reproached because of your connection with Jesus, my estimation would be that most of you have. Don't worry about what people say in the corners about you. Don't worry about being slighted for some position in your local church. Don't worry about, about what people are saying on social media about you. Let me tell you, if I worried about that, I wouldn't be here tonight. You just lean on the Lord. You just say, Lord, take care of us and thank you for letting me be reproached for your name. On their part, he is blasphemed, but on your part, he is glorified.
by God's grace and our connection with him in business unusual. May everything we do bring glory to God. But let none of you suffer as a murderer, a thief, an evildoer, or as a busybody in other people's matters. Now, it's interesting in that sequence of descriptions, most of you would say, I'm not a murderer, I'm not a thief, I'm not an evildoer. However, I want to tell you, and I include myself, are we tempted to become busybodies in other people's business? Tempted to criticize. Tempted to somehow move people away from a focus on business unusual. Yet if anyone suffers as a Christian, let him not be ashamed, but let him glorify God in this matter. For the time has come for judgment to begin at the house of God. And if it begins with us first, what will be the end of those who do not obey the gospel of God. Peter begins to worry about those to whom you are ministering to in the marketplace. And then he quotes from the book of Proverbs. Now if the righteous one is scarcely saved, where will the ungodly and the sinner appear? In other words, it seems to me Peter is saying it's a challenge for us who are even connected with God to somehow be able to be judged worthy. What about all these other people who don't know about him? Thank God that when you claim the name of Jesus and when you call upon the power of God to change your life, he will do just that. And God will give you the power as you proclaim in business unusual so that the ungodly and the sinner will be found not only at the foot of the cross but in heaven itself when Jesus returns. Therefore, let those who suffer according to the will of God commit their souls to him in doing good as to a faithful creator. Business unusual. Committing yourself to doing good in the name of Jesus, our faithful creator. Last month, Nancy and I had the privilege of holding religious outreach meetings in the city of Kolkata. Kolkata is a city of about 15 million people with only about 350 Seventh-day Adventists. We have a wonderful program that has been implemented and is unfolding to reach that enormous metropolitan area by God's grace so that we can establish not just three congregations or so, but about 50 congregations in that huge metropolitan area. It was a privilege to be able to speak God's word. I used Mark Finley's wonderful series called Revelation of Hope. I've done that, used it about 10 or more times and will continue to do so. 
as I was preaching the Word of God, as the Word of God was on the screen in the Bengali language, our audience, which was 80% the majority of the indigenous religious people of that particular area, I saw what the Word of God did to their hearts because it was proclaimed with Holy Spirit power. And in that business unusual setting, I saw the Holy Spirit touch people's lives. They would raise their hands. They would stand. They would come forward. It was an unusual situation for them because the Word of God was something so new and yet it was so striking. This is the work that God is calling you to do. I want to go over for just a few moments some magnificent quotations from the book Christian Service. And I'm going to ask those who have been assigned to distribute these papers to you. We could have put them on the screen, but I want you to have something in your hand. I want you to go home tonight and understand what business unusual is all about. We may not have enough copies, so you may have to share. Perhaps we can make some copies. You've got it on your iPhone if you have the Ellen White uh, writings online. But this comes from Christian Service. Those of you who will receive the paper, and we hope that they're being passed out now, a number have them, we're going to be looking at just a few quotations that will help us to understand why Business Unusual is so key for this ASI convention and for what God is intending to happen this year. On page 74 of Christian Service, now the copies that you're going to receive will have citations from many different sources. Unfortunately, we did not put the page where it comes from in Christian Service, but I will give you that page as we read it. Page 74 in Christian service, and it comes from Testimonies, Volume 9. The strength of an army is measured largely by the efficiency of the men in the ranks. A wise general instructs his officers to train every soldier for active service. He seeks to develop the highest efficiency on the part of all. If he were to depend on his officers alone, now let's remember, the work on this earth will never be finished until the men and women comprising our church membership, that's you and me, join ranks and hands with pastors, ministers, and church officers. All of us working together. That's volume 9, page 117. And so here Ellen White is saying, you can't just depend on officers alone. He could never expect to conduct a successful campaign. He counts on loyal, untiring service from every man in his army, every man and woman. The responsibility rests largely upon the men in the ranks. Going on on that page, while there are but few officers, it requires many soldiers to form the rank and file of the army. Yet its success depends upon the fidelity of every soldier. Every one of you here in ASI is vitally important to God's last day proclamation. None of you is left out. One man's cowardice or treachery may bring disaster upon 
the entire army. Now on page 75, <clears throat> the secret of success in the work of God will be found in the harmonious working of our people. Now this is an amazing quotation given the setting in which we find ourselves in the country here and international discord. There must be concent concent concentrated action. Every member of the body of Christ must act his part in the cause of God according to the ability that God has given him. We must press together against obstructions and difficulties, shoulder to shoulder, heart to heart. It goes on to say, angels work harmoniously. Perfect order characterizes all their movements. The more closely we imitate the harmony and order of the angelic host, the more successful will be the efforts of these heavenly agents in our behalf. As you go forward with ASI in Business Unusual, there are angels that are accompanying you and opening the way ahead of you if you are harmonious in your actions and your objectives. I want to go on and look at another particular area. On page 86, it comes from Testimonies, volume 9. It's on the second page of those who have received the handout. If every soldier of Christ had done his duty, if every watchman on the walls of Zion had given the trumpet a certain sound, the world might ere this have heard the message of warning. But the work is years behind. While men have slept, Satan has stolen a march on us. Business unusual. Had the purpose of God been carried out by his people in giving to the world the message of mercy, Christ would, ere this, have come to the earth, and the saints would have received their welcome into the city of God. My brothers and sisters in ASI, I'm looking forward to going to the city of God. And I believe it will be very soon. A little further on, pages 86 and 87, under Heaven's Register, it says the world needs missionaries, consecrated home missionaries, and no one will be registered in the books of Heaven as a Christian who has not a missionary spirit. That's what ASI is all about a mission spirit, enthusiastic people sharing Jesus in the marketplace. Here's an interesting quotation. Every neglected opportunity to do service for God is recorded. And there too, every deed of faith and love is held in everlasting remembrance. Here's an interesting quote. Under the general heading of selfishness came every other sin. The work of business unusual in ASI is selflessness. And the only way to have selflessness is to be in connection with the one who is truly selfless, and that is Jesus Christ. May ASI always Lift up Jesus. Then on page four of the handout at the very top, 
It is a mystery. This is from Testimonies, volume 9, page 42, or pages 88 and 89 in Christian service. It is a mystery that there are not hundreds at work where now there is but one. The heavenly universe is astonished at the apathy, the coldness, the listlessness of those who profess to be sons and daughters of God. In the truth, there is living power. You know, you have to stop for a moment and just wonder, what is heaven thinking right now? When it looks down at the church and realizes that so many times we are cold, we are apathetic, we are listless, but if we are in connection with God, we will have living power for business unusual. We can never be saved in indolence and inactivity. There is no such thing as a truly converted person living a helpless, useless life. By God's grace, no member of ASI is a person who is helpless and useless. It is not possible for us to drift into heaven. No sluggard can enter there. Those who refuse to cooperate with God on earth would not cooperate with him in heaven. It would not be safe to take them to heaven. Business unusual. And closing on the last page that those of you who have this particular handout, there are three watchwords. This is from page 106 in Christian service. Three watchwords in the Christian life which must be heeded if we would not have Satan steal a march upon us. Namely, watch, pray, work. Watch, pray, work. Can you repeat those three with me? Watch, pray, work. One more time. Watch, pray, work. Business unusual. The time is drawing close to midnight. And then this final quotation that I'd like to read, which comes from Prophets and Kings, page 164 in Christian service, it's page 107. For the disheartened, there is a sure remedy. Faith, prayer, work, faith and activity will impart assurance and satisfaction that will increase day by day. Are you tempted to give way to feelings of anxious foreboding or utter despondency? In the darkest days, <clears throat> when appearances seem most forbidding, fear not, have faith in God. He knows your need. He has all power. His infinite love and compassion never weary. Fear not that he will fail of fulfilling his promise. He is eternal truth. Never will he change the covenant he has made with those who love him, and he will bestow upon his faithful servants the measure of efficiency that their need demands. Business unusual. Tonight, as you launch into this convention for 2019, and understand that it is time to understand fully that it is business unusual May the Holy Spirit come especially 
into your heart. And may you be animated and be an enthusiastic member, not only of ASI, but of the Seventh-day Adventist Church, which God has called for the last proclamation of the three angels' messages. In a book that my wonderful colleague who introduced me, Mark Finley, has written a new book called The Church Triumphant. He remarks on page 112, those, and he's meaning those who are part of God's great outreach to the world, they count all things but loss for Christ. He is their all in all. They care not for earthly fame or human accolades. Position, prestige, and earthly praise mean little to them. With the Apostle Paul, they say, for me to live is Christ. Empowered by his spirit, they proclaim his love and share his grace. The earth is lightened with the glory, the character of God. The Holy Spirit is poured out in latter rain power. Hearts are touched, lives are changed, the world is reached, and Jesus comes again. Business unusual. One of these days, very soon, wherever you are in this world, whether it is in Louisville, whether it is in Hong Kong, whether it is in Rio de Janeiro, whether it is in Kinshasa, if it is in Cairo, everyone will look up and they will see a small dark cloud approaching and getting larger and larger and brighter and brighter and filling the sky with all the glory that heaven can pour out a rainbow over that cloud, and lightning-like activity underneath the cloud. All of heaven, all of the angels poured out for this climax of Earth's history because it is business unusual. And that clock will have come to its full complement at midnight. And we'll look up into the sky and we'll look into that cloud and we will see Jesus. And we will say, this is the God that we have waited for. He will save us. And Jesus will look down. And I like to think he'll say, well done, good and faithful members of ASI. Enter into the joy of your Lord. And we will ascend into heaven following those who have died in Christ but have heard that trumpet sound. And we will live with Jesus forever. Business unusual. Tonight, how many of you would like to say, Lord, I want to take that challenge. I want to be part of an outreach that relies completely on you, that leans upon your grace and your righteousness, that animates me with the power that is only from heaven itself. And Lord, I want to be part of business unusual as we come to the end of time. And Lord, I want to be there when you appear in the clouds of glory, but Lord, help me to also enlist many others and point them to the one who is altogether lovely and can bring them into heaven itself. As ASI members tonight, how many of you would like to make that commitment 
to Jesus as you begin this convention. Would you stand to your feet? Father in heaven, we thank you for the great faithfulness that you have towards us. That the plan of salvation was established before even the foundation of this earth. That you have had it in mind that each of us should be part of this last day proclamation and that you have made every provision for us to be saved and all who are willing to call upon your name and believe in you. Now, Lord, we ask that you will bless this magnificent and wonderful group of ASI members who understand that it is business unusual at this time in Earth's history. Lord, use us, use everyone, and use this wonderful organization that is so devoted to helping the church accomplish its mission. Use everyone to the greatest amount of good, all to your glory. Thank you now for the commitment on the part of each one standing. Give each one a wonderful convention here in Louisville and those watching on television and through internet. Help them to feel the vibrancy of the presence of the Holy Spirit. Bring us into a right relationship with you, Lord, so that soon we may see your coming in the clouds of heaven, all through the power of the Holy Spirit working in and through us to accomplish your will. Thank you for hearing us. Give each one a good rest tonight and help us to remember that in your work on this earth, it is now business unusual. We commit ourselves into your hands. In Jesus' name we ask it. Amen. This media was produced by Audioverse for ASI, Adventist Layman's Services and Industries. If you would like to learn more about ASI, please visit www.asiministries.org. Or if you would like to listen to more free online sermons, please visit www.audioverse.org.